A musical adventure. New artists, new musicians, and everyone involved in the world of music. Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. This is J Rod Concerts the Podcast with your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Let's find out what we have this episode. I'm leaving on a jet plane, but I'll know when I'll get back. Hey, everybody. It's your friend and horrible singer, Jamie Rodriguez, music journalist, and also your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. And I got to tell you something. Fall is in the air. We are not mad about it. The past few months have been a lot of work here at J-Rod Concerts HQ with um, all the summer festivals and Americana Fest, and uh, we look forward to um, easing off a little bit, but we will still be covering some great stuff coming up. Uh, and it all started this past weekend at Memphis Fest, one of our favorite music festivals. We had not been there in a couple of years. It's at the Memphis Botanical Gardens. And we caught up with our Nashville-based friend, Courtney Marie Andrews. Now, Courtney Marie, she's great. We have a lot of mutual friends here in Music City, and Obviously, her latest album, Loose Future, which came out in 2022, was uh, amazing. Described by Mojo Magazine as her richest work. And it followed Old Flowers, an album of 2020 that was uh, an incredibly widely praised, Grammy-nominated piece of work. So we love Courtney Marie. She's great. Uh, we've seen her a bunch of times, met her a bunch of times. She's always so welcoming and a sweetheart. And we caught up backstage at Memphis Fest for what turned out to be a really profound and interesting experience. We talk about the seasons of life. We talk about uh, levitating on stage. Well, why don't you give it a listen and you and you experience it yourselves. But uh, welcome to the show. If you're new, please click subscribe. Give us a review. We'd love to join you. And we'd love for you to join us, I should say. But uh, yeah, this is Courtney Marie Andrews at Memphis Fest on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Welcome to Memphis Music Festival. Courtney Marie Andrews, how are you? Good, how are you? I thought it was going to be Courtney Burnett, and now all my notes are like upside down. Oh, that's fine. It's such a great honor to, to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, just killed an amazing set. Thank you. Let me ask you something, Courtney. When you are playing a set that is like sundown, golden hour, trees up, it's like really like natural in a botanical garden, say, mm-hmm. as a performer. Is it like a different mindset that in your play? I mean, if you're playing a role like, like I don't know, like the basement East, mm-hmm. the same set list, you know, yeah, but the same kind of like, I don't know, mindset. I think everything is a factor. <laughs> your mindset of just how you are in general, the place, everything um, environmentally changes performance and energy of a performance. Absolutely, I think everything comes into play. You are performing with the world in a way. Yeah. So. And how did it feel today? It felt very like natural, very like, uh, yeah, very like connected with nature. Do you feel like that on stage as well? I, I think so. I wasn't, I guess, tangibly thinking too much about the trees, but I uh, do appreciate when they're around. Yeah. yeah. So when you say that, that's interesting, Courtney, when you're, when you're performing, mm-hmm. do you kind of just like levitate? Like, like, do you kind of disconnect from like, from that, from the sun is hitting my face? There's a guy talking on the left. Are you kind of just like in the zone? I try and be in the zone, you know, when I'm performing a song, because I feel like it would be a disservice if I wasn't. <laughs> so um, maybe 
it's a little bit maybe like method acting a little bit like you're recalling the sort of feeling of when you wrote it and trying to get into that yeah. feeling as often as possible yeah. is uh usually usually what you like to do as a performer i like to do is plump. yeah yeah i mean it works because you always deliver um thanks how was touring by the way with will Cohen for a great yeah both such great bands and and um lovely crews and we had a lot of fun you've been playing for a long time after all this time when you tour with people like them and everything or or with our friend caput or whatever do you still learn like new tricks from your friends when you see a song from them side stage or something i think it would be incredibly naive of me to think that i know everything and there's nothing to learn <laughs> always yeah um i think observation and observing performance and um observing even just the way somebody operates on tours there's always something to be learned or to be taken away from yeah yeah to take away from it yeah sure sure i mean you've always like kind of like you've evolved as a performer since we started seeing you like four years ago uh speaking of evolving you're writing you as you know we're huge fans yeah thank you Uh, like your poetry book is like magnificent appreciation for blue gratitude for blue still Oh, thank you. What's the detail? You know, it's it's such a beautiful odd to something as simple as colorful. And then mm. you have so many beautiful, like, power of observation with your details. What is a detail that, you know, according to Marie Andrews in fall of 2023, is kind of like roaming around your head? Mm, like a detail in the world? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I think I've been thinking a lot about seasons of life, like how not every season of life is like summer you know sometimes you're in like two years of winter yeah and i've been thinking about that and about how when you're a kid that you think that life is just like this sort of climb yeah are you when i'm 40 it's gonna be summer all the time right you know and um i think i've been thinking more about life as a circular movement rather than like this linear climb yeah what summer are you i would i would say cold harsh winter uh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but it's like a spring is on the horizon and it's amazing what experience yeah <laughs> like because like after a while yeah as you get older mm-hmm. you've been through a few winters yeah and you're like okay i know i know that spring will come because i already been through it right yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah. Okay. yeah fair fair let me ask you a little bit about i remember I, like in research, I, in one of your interviews, you talk about your busking days and like, when you were in the Greyhound and all that stuff and how you were like really naive about the music business side mm. how you've like had to learn as you like evolved as a musician. What's your opinion on like everything that's happening with like the merch cuts, if you have any opinion and, and like and how and how that's become a hot topic and just like people kind of standing up for, for you know, artists. The merch cut thing is something that I've been complaining about for ever, and so many musicians have been complaining. Oh yeah, it's been a oh, it's been a conversation for a long time. It, it kill absolutely kills our business um, when they're the venue is already making a certain amount of money, right? Um, they're already getting their fee to pay their people and everything um, to for us to rent out the space. Sure. So it just doesn't quite make sense to have a merch cut for artists. Um, now if it's a really small venue and there's like a deal worked out and it just really makes sense for them to have it, I'm, I think it's, I'm open for conversation. I don't think it should ever just be a cold heart. No, but 
Uh, a lot of times, you know, it's these big theaters that their their fee to rent them out is quite expensive, and um, there's a lot of opening bands, especially, who are making very small fees supporting anyway. Sure. And then having to give a large percentage percentage of their money to to it's it this just doesn't make sense, and so you know, there's always been it's so funny throughout my career there's always that really sweet venue person who's like every once in a while it's just like yeah. we won't take a cut right. kid you know <laughs> and it's like okay thank you and it's because everybody kind of knows that it's not cool like and why would so many people like do that if they didn't realize that that was just yeah exactly like they're it's like you're already getting the stores the store is rented out for the day right you know the space that's how i i, I view it but you know you got too much common sense yeah that's a problem <laughs> well sometimes <laughs> yeah well let me leave you with this because i know you have a full day ahead and just performed um you're touring australia in december mm-hmm. you've toured the whole year uh you know your career you've you're not a you know you're not a baby anymore you've done this for a few years what's your why you know like what is your why for waking up every day taking a plane 18 hours from LA, going to Australia, being away from your family, from your loved ones, you know, being here in a trailer in Memphis instead of, you know, with your pets or something. What's your why today? I genuinely still have the same why as when I started. And uh, um, I, I do it to connect, to feel connected, to, for the sake of the song, for the art. It, yeah. it really hasn't changed. And, and I genuinely just, I love it. You know, I love uh, everything about the lifestyle and sometimes I get tired and exhausted and like we all do but at the end of the day I wouldn't trade it for anything I've, I've worked a lot of shitty jobs um, and they say you have to love the worst parts about something in order to truly love it and I can say from the moment of my yeah relationships that applies to the film I think so too well I actually once said that heard that on your first date you should always say your flaws like, uh, you shouldn't start off with all your good traits. You should right. be like, hey, like, I chew ice, right. you know? Right. <laughs> I chew ice, and that might be a deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> but you better love it now. So yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I've there's a lot of ice chewing in the, the music business, yeah. but I I truly love, I, I think. Like Best Buy Thanksgiving, you know? that's the, Every every Thanksgiving, I line up at 4 a.m. at Best Buy. Like, that, like take it or leave it. We're going to continue. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you have to, you have to love, you know, you have to love it. And I, I truly do. I've always have, I've done it since I was a kid and, um, yeah, the passion for performing and creating doesn't ever stop thrilling me. And it's honestly, it's saved my life over and over again. So, um, yeah, I I don't know what else to say without being too tried or cheesy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there's something you are recording or it's very Well, thank you so much. Thank you for seven yeah. hours. So we'll just continue this in Nashville. Thank yeah. Thank you. You have been listening to J Rod Concerts the Podcast. Thank you for tuning in.